This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let me tell y'all something. So one time, my friend, I called my friend on the phone, right? And I was like, ah. So I called my friend on the phone one time, and he was like, I have a whole bunch of drama in my life. I got to tell you something. And I was like, yo, like, let's talk about it. And then we talked about it. You know, he went through this whole issue. So we had the conversation, and then we finished the conversation, and he was like, cool. I was like, you cool? He's like, I'm cool. I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to take this information. You're going to process it. A week later, my friend called me back, was complaining about the same thing again. And so I went down the same road again. I was like, you got to do this. You got to talk about this. You got to do this. Boom, boom, boom. 30 minutes later, 45 minutes later, he was like, I was like, you cool? He was like, I'm cool. I was like, cool. I'll talk to you later. A week later, my friend called me back talking about the same thing. And so this time, I'm like, you need to come to Arizona. And he was like, what do you mean? So he, I was like, you need to come to Arizona because we need to fix this. And so he was like, okay. So he came to Arizona. He thinking we're going to have a trip. We're going to hang out. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you all exactly what happened when he got off the plane. He got in my car, and I gave him a book like all of you have right now. And I was like right on it, and I want you to do this right now, the book of good. So listen, so he kind of looked at me like, you know, what's this about? Y'all got to listen. So he kind of looked at me like, what's this about? I was like, let's talk about all the things that you talked about to me on the phone. And he was like, oh, I'm having problems with this. And I immediately was like, okay, what did you learn from that situation? What good came from that situation? Because when we go through stuff, when we go through weight loss, or again, when we go through gaining the weight back, or if we go through a divorce, or if we go through cheating on somebody, because it ain't always the other person's fault. 
But my point is, all this stuff that happens and we complain and we complain and we complain can be turned into good. As we go through this journey for the next half an hour, it's going to be rapid fire. What I need you to do is whatever you think about that you might struggle with in that particular context, what I need you to do is write down the struggle and find from it what good can come from that struggle. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is for anybody in this room right now. If you are going into Transform 20 or 80 Dev Session or Lift 4 talking about I'm going to modify, I need, you to, I need you to come out of the modification at least one time per workout so that you know you can take yourself to the next level of who you are. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the book of good. And the reason why I want to start out with the book, is, book of good is because as we get into your relationship with food is your relationship with everything, is when I say something and it might trigger you to think of what you actually struggle with, I need you to write in your book. Now, here's what I'm going to say. If I see you looking at me the whole time, I'm just going to be like, you better write something down. Okay? Y'all all got a pen. Your relationship with food is your relationship with everything. If you're unorganized and scattered and gossipy, your food is going to be unorganized and scattered and gossipy. Do you hear what I'm saying? If your room is dirty and you don't make your bed in the morning, guess what your food is going to look like? A bunch of slop. So you got to have control. Now, there are some people might be like, yo, my house is really dirty, but my food is on point. Okay, so then you need to clean your fucking house, okay? All right? What I'm trying to say is your relationship with your food is your relationship with everything. It's not about the food. It's how you actually run your life. You know, when I was, when I first, my second job was McDonald's, right? And I loved making quarter pounder with cheese. You know what I'm saying? 10 on a turn. Sean T was hitting 10 on a turn, right? But I used to take those quarter pounders home at the end of every night. And me and my grandparents, if you read my book, you know how important my grandparents are to me. We used to tear it up. But I would go to track practice the next day, and my coach would be like, what the hell's wrong with you? It's because I'm eating McDonald's. How are you going to perform at a high level if you eat McDonald's? If I want to perform at a high level in my life, if I want to perform at a high level in my job, if I want to perform at a high level in my relationship, I want to look good when the lights go out. Guess what? That's my relationship with everything. My relationship with food has to be the same thing. They have to marry each other. I need you all to stop looking at food like this thing that's foreign or this thing that you constantly have to work at because you have to look at it as like this is a part of your life. Food does not sit over here and life sits over here. They literally sit together. You have to literally embrace it. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't ask me what to eat because I ain't telling you what to eat. Don't ask me how many macros you got to eat because I ain't telling you how many macros you got to eat. And don't tell me you're on the motherfucking diet because next week you're going to be off of it, okay? What I need you to do is treat your life like you treat your food and treat your food like how you want to live your life. Moving on. The first step of this is communication. Everybody will tell you that communication in a relationship is the most important way to make your relationship thrive, right? If I talk to Scott and I'm constantly telling him things that are false, if I'm talking to Scott and I'm telling him things that are false, and you guys know how much we absolutely love each other, right? Well, if you don't know, now you know, right? We absolutely love each other. Every single time I tell him a lie, guess what's going to happen? He's going over there, I'm going over here. He's going over there, he's going over there. The communication with your food has to be everything. Question, 
when you go to eat that donut that I don't have right now, when you go to eat that donut, do you eat the donut and you're like, okay, I'm really, really happy I'm going to eat this donut right now. And then when you finish the donut, do you say, damn, I really wish I didn't eat that donut right now. Because if you're saying, I wish I didn't eat that donut right now, then you didn't communicate with the donut before you put it in your mouth. You need to communicate with the food before you put it in your mouth. You need to communicate with the woman or the man before you get in a relationship. You need to know what you do what they, or what they can do before you lay down, okay? And before you lay that food down, you need to know what it's going to do for you. Communication. So, you have the book of good. What is your biggest struggle with food? And now what can come good out of that? Now, I'm going to ask a question, and somebody better raise their hand, because perfection is temporary, change is constant, and there's no one in this room that's perfect. What's your biggest struggle with food? Go. Sugar. All right. Somebody said consistency, right? Let me tell you what it is. Okay. So in the book of good, my struggle with food is consistency. All you got to do is circle the word consistency. This is the good that comes out of that. But here's the lesson. If you have a problem being consistent with food, it purely comes from the fact that you give food too much power. And you're chasing something that's not attainable. Because consistency for you probably means what you see somebody posting and being like, this is what I ate, this is what I ate, this is what I ate. And the first nine photos on the Instagram is every healthy, green, colorful meal. But let me tell you something, I ain't eating like that all the time. What is consistency? Consistency, where's Bill Blocker? Consistency over time. Trust, right? Consistency happens over time. The way you eat. So if you have, you know, I mean, here's a story for you. Olivia and Transform 20. And you guys will see this in the Transform Your Life with Sean T. It's great. We had a moment where we had donuts or we were eating something. And I was like, yo, like, here's some M&Ms. She was like, I'm not going to eat them M&Ms until I'm done with the program. This is exactly what happened. She was sitting on the floor. I was like, you going to do what? She's like, well, I'll, I'll do it when I'm finished. I was like, eat them M&Ms when you're finished. And, and I, no, I said, do you enjoy the M&Ms? She was like, oh, my God, I love them. I, and we described how much she loved them. Melt your house, mouth not in your hands, like finger looking good. Like, I love when I'm at the movies and I still got some left in my hand. I save it for like 20 minutes later to do this. <laughs> From the hood, can't help it, right? So... We described that feeling that why she loves the M&M. She was like, I was like, yeah. She, I was like, but you're not, you're going to wait until you, until the end of this experience before you, before you do that. She said, yeah. Why in the world would you not do it in a time where you can practice how to come out of the struggle? I said, why are you going to wait to the end? She was like, because I don't want to have a relapse. I said, listen, you wait to the end. The relapse is going to happen because it's going to gain control over you, Right? What you need to do is have those M&Ms tonight. When I tell you she was stressed, stressed, and I let her go. The next day, she came back in. She was like, you know what? I had the M&Ms. I was like, how do you feel? She was like, I just worked out. She was like, I burned off those M&Ms. The M&Ms don't have power over me, right? You have to consistently be in charge and communicate with your food so that you know that it doesn't have the power over you. 
Which takes me to, I don't know how many of you guys love Survivor. Hey, Andy Spear. I don't know how many of you love Survivor, but one of my favorite parts of Survivor is outplay, outwit, outlast. If you have the opportunity to make it fresh, right? Make it fresh, eat it fresh. You have to think ahead. You have to outwit the competition. And, and in this case, the competition is the people who are selling us the food, right? And, and not necessarily in a bad way because they're trying to provide a great alternative to what you can make in your home. But if you can make it in your home, then you have outplayed, outwit, and outlasted them so that you can keep it fresh all the time. All the time. You do it all the time, you will feel healthy all the time. Out with the competition. Now, non-negotiable moments. When it comes to food, what are some non-negotiables that you have when it comes to food? Me? You, me? You said me. Yeah, I'm pointing at you. Needs to be healthy. Needs to be healthy. What's a non Andy, what's a non-negotiable for you? Coffee. Yes. <laughs> Naked coffee? Let me get some iron. Jose, what's a, what's a non-negotiable for you? Donuts for me are non-negotiable. I love that you say eating healthy is non-negotiable, but you should have non-negotiable moments. My non-negotiables are fun parts of food. It has to be fun. Does it have to be donuts? Absolutely not. But food has to be fun. That should be a non-negotiable. You should, you should create your own non-negotiables when it comes to food. Because I can tell you what to eat every single day. You can come to my house. I can cook your food, which will never happen. <laughs> I'll take you out. You know what I'm saying? I'll wine and dine you or whatever, but I ain't cooking for you. Right? I can put it in front of you. It could be healthy, but you have to do the work to eat it. Like my grandfather used to say, you have to masticate that food, chew it, get every ounce of energy from that food that you can possibly get. Make it a non-negotiable, find a non-negotiable moment every single day when it comes to food. Because this entire process, this entire journey is about being non-negotiable, having your non-negotiables and being better every single day, which takes us to taking advantage. Mm. Y'all be taking advantage of your food, especially those of you, for Tutina, that go for consistency all the time. And then what? It becomes a struggle. Because if, would you get in a relationship where somebody was constantly trying to take advantage of you? Like be, if before you actually agreed to be in this relationship, if somebody was constantly being like, hey, I'm late on my rent. Can I, buy, can I borrow $500? Right? Oh, you know, I forgot, I forgot my, if a coworker was constantly like, I forgot my lunch money, can you, can you spot me for that salad? Because she probably only eating salad at lunch anyway, don't get it twisted, right? Would you, would you get in a relationship with someone who's constantly taking advantage of you? Okay. In the, in the same breath, you need to stop taking advantage of people, if you are that kind of person. And furthermore... Don't let your food take advantage of you, and don't take advantage of your food. You have to literally, literally respect what you eat, respect your body, and respect, respect what you put in your body, and respect what you go after, and respect the person who made your food. You have to respect the entire process. That's why I love 
picking and choosing what I want to eat and choosing it in a way at which I know it's going to fulfill me in such a great way. And guess what? If I make this food, I'm going to eat this food, I'm going to enjoy this food. I'm not going to take advantage of this food. I'm not going to throw away this food. I'm not going to stop at McDonald's. Uh, Not anymore. You know, you're taking advantage. Let me tell you what taking advantage of your food is. And in turn, your food takes advantage of you. How many people in here are lactose intolerant? How many people eat ice cream anyway? Right. Right? I used to. I stopped. Because I was taking advantage of the fact that I loved ice cream. But guess what? The ice cream was, the lactose was taking advantage of the fact. He was like, cool. He was like, when I go on into you, you have a stomachache that night and you run into the bathroom in the morning. Right? Why am I going to choose to be in a relationship with food where I know the outcome is going to be a negative one? Now, when I eat donuts, I feel really great about who I am. (laughs) The donuts aren't taking advantage of me. And I can share them with friends, but they only get one bite. My point is, don't eat food that's going to make you feel bad later. Now, there's... We can take it back to the communication with food and talking to it. You know, sometimes you do have a conversation, but the end result is not quite what you thought it was going to be. But in this situation, you know that if you eat the ice cream or if you eat the pizza or if you eat the pasta, what's going to happen in a situation that's going to happen that's not good. So don't take advantage of your food and don't let your food take advantage of you. Mm. You have to to be rapturous. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? You have, to expre- you have to express with great pleasure. I know some of y'all have seen this before, but donut. <laughs> I'm going to act like the donut is Scott. <laughs> donut. Mmm. Mm. Mm. But here's the thing, y'all being fresh, (laughs) but I eat healthy food just like that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's not just the donut. It's whatever salad I make that may have the avocado, that may have the salmon on it. It's whatever I make this, well, I don't make it. It's amazing vegetarian cheesesteak. I love cheesesteaks. I used to look at cheesesteaks like that until they started taking advantage of me, lactose intolerant. And now I make food that I literally, literally can express great pleasure to. So here's a challenge for you in the book of good. Right now, I'm going to give you 15 seconds, so you have to write really fast. I'm going to give you 30 seconds, really fast. Ten foods that you express great pleasure in. Three, two, one, go. Ten foods, come on. 
Mm. Eat it like I eat that donut. Mm, mm, mm. How many people had a hard time writing down 10? Okay. Here we go. Write down 10 foods that aren't the healthiest foods that you love. Three, two, one, go. Go. Oh, yeah. Some of y'all probably wrote them in the first column, didn't y'all? Exactly. Ex keep writing. Keep writing. See, y'all, I know y'all. I know. I know. Damn. And five, four, three, two, one. How many people in the first round wrote down donut-like foods? Right? And that's not a bad thing. But your homework when you leave here is to write 20 foods down that donuts are the fun food. 20 foods that are not going to take advantage of you. 20 foods that you can express great pleasure in that if you put it in your body, the external part of your body, your skin, your, your skin, your muscles, everything is going to actually benefit from. That's the homework. The book of good. Like you have to go back this to this book and find the good. Listen. Omnipotence, mm. ultimate power. You have to have ultimate power over your food, not letting your food have ultimate power over you. It is a big struggle. Trust and believe. Little, little quick story for you, personal story. Let me tell you something. I used to wake up in the morning, love the way I looked. By the end of the day, I would go to Scott. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, do you think I still look good? Oh, my gosh. Whatever. I wouldn't work out for a day. Scott, do you still think I look good? You know what I mean? Like that, I was giving everything else the power instead of embracing who I am and what I feel, right? And what I realized is that if I keep my nutrition on point throughout the day, at the end of the day, I'm not asking that question, right? So I had to give myself the power back, right? omnipotence, have ultimate power over your entire day so that the beginning of the day, when everyone's like, take yourself in the beginning of the day because that's when your abs look better. When you get to the end of the day, yeah, you drink some water or some coffee like Andy, right? And me. But at the end of the day, you can still feel, still feel like you had power over your food and your food didn't have power over you. And last but not least, make it everlasting, right? As you start to develop communication, right, as you are able to outwit, outplay, outlast in the food department, right, because you have to make sure you know. When you develop your non-negotiables, when you realize that you can't take advantage of your food or people, it's great when you become rapturous, right, expressed with great pleasure, and you, you're, you really have omnipotence in what it is that you're doing, taking ultimate power, it can be everlasting. Ultimately, when it comes to food, you need to gain control. This entire situation is about you taking control, taking control of your life, taking control of your food. Because when you take control of your life and you take control of your food, you will have it together. And before I move on, I got one thing to say. Don't forget it up, y'all. It's right there. Take a photo of it. I don't care. Just don't. It up. And that's the thing in, work, in fitness and everything. I'm going to move right on. When I say don't get up, right, that means now that you have everlasting control over your life and your food, then you can move to the next level. Now, unstuck yourself, getting out of a rut. Now, when you unstuck yourself and you get out of a rut, it becomes beyond the lows, right? 
Now, a lot of us, when we think of transformation, we immediately think this is where we are and have to climb my way up. We're like, oh my gosh, this is where I am, I have to climb my way up. When in reality, in reality, you're never, you're only at rock bottom for a second. Because the minute you hit rock bottom in anything, what happens is, you know how I say you got to go down to go up? Life bounces, okay? Life bounces like a basketball. And you already know the minute you hit rock bottom and you say, I just hit rock bottom, you have already elevated yourself to understand that you need to make a change. So when you feel like you're low, you have to understand you're already beyond the low, right? Because let me tell you something, you lay down all day and don't go to work and your bills don't get paid, guess what? Somebody's going to roll you out the house and you're going to be sleeping in this cold ass weather in New York City. But when you lay down at night, you get up in the morning, you get beyond the lows, you push yourself, you go a little higher. So in those moments when you're working out and you take a break, it's okay, I know. You push. You have, that's why I say to yourself, say to yourself I, I tell you to say to yourself, I can do this. You're never at the bottom for a long period of time. You're always beyond the low. You are always beyond the low. I'll say it again. You are always beyond the low. So when we have these talks and these, these Facebook lives, you say, I'm in a really bad place. The first thing I'm going to say to you is you're already beyond the low because you already told me you recognize that fact that you are in a bad place. So all the time, you see, I'm on this stage. I'm elevated. The minute you realize that you have to make a change, you become elevated. Right now, if you're in the beginning of any journey, you're already beyond the low and you say, Crap, like this is everything I have to do. I have to eat healthy, I have to communicate better in my relationship, I have to show up to work on time, I have to respect people, I need to stop eating badly over here, right? I have all of this in front of me because I realize that I need to make a change. So I'm beyond the low. But a lot of times we always talk about the person that starts at the bottom. But I know there's a lot of beach body coaches in here, and let me tell y'all about y'all real quick. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. gonna call no names. Let me tell you something. Some of y'all be acting like y'all always got it my back and together, right? But here's what I tell you, and I do know a lot of y'all that do have it together. But my question is, so what you gonna do now? Like, how are you gonna go beyond the high, right? Because we always look at the people like, oh, they have to, they have 100 pounds to lose, and we look at them like that. I'm like, and just because you're up here, you ain't no better. Because you had to climb the ladder to get to the top. So what happens when you reach the top? 
right? You need to look down and be like, yo, you need help? You need help? Cool, I got you. And then you need to, what you need to do is you need to find a way to push yourself. Because just because I created amazing workouts don't mean I'm the tell-all, end-all. You know, I was stressed one day, and Scott going to come up to me and tell me, he was like, you ain't never going to be the prettiest one in the room. You ain't never going to be the ugliest one in the room. You ain't never going to be the tallest one in the room. You ain't never going to be the shortest one in the room. You ain't never going to be the fattest one in the room. You ain't never going to be the skinniest one in the room. So why, when you get to the top, you act like you want to stop like you all that? Take all that, use all that, and propel yourself beyond the highs. Because we spend way too much time in the beginning. We spend way too much time trying to hold the hand of the person that has to lose 100 pounds. You know what? You ain't no better, because where are you going to go? And that's why, in the same breath, I hate when I meet people and they're like, you don't even got to work out. I say, bitch, What? What got, me in, what got me in the place when I was 50 pounds overweight is when I stopped moving, right? My point is, let, yeah, we can look at the person that's starting whatever, but they're already beyond the lows, just like you when you're at the top. How do you take yourself beyond the highs? That's how you can literally live in the middle of you, hugging yourself with yourself. You have to literally go back to the beginning if you're one of those person, people that's already up here. You have to go to the beginning and be like, this is where I was. Like, that's where I was. And I was, I was having a tough time. But you know what? Those lows, I'm beyond the lows right now. Then what I need to do is say, yes, I have a, a great amount of success. But how am I going to continue to push myself forward? What lessons have I learned from there that I can push to get myself there and win? And when you actually get there, then you can put yourself, and I said before, you're the nucleus of your existence. You can literally put yourself in the middle of the experience of you, the experience that you created for yourself, and you can hug yourself with yourself. Because like I said before I, I left this stage, let me tell you about little Shawnee. I'm like, come through. I'm like, yeah, I cried every night. I went through a whole bunch of stuff. I hid a lot of my life. You know what I'm saying? But he has to hug me just like, you know, the 50-year-old Sean in 10 years is going to have to hug me too, right? The baton exchange doesn't always happen here. The baton exchange happens here. It's a full 360-degree rotation of you embracing yourself. When you embrace yourself beyond the lows and when you embrace yourself beyond the highs, let me tell you something. All y'all coaches that got these teams... If you're a coach and you have a team, you need to stand in the middle and you need to treat the person as new, just like the person is making you the most money. That person that just walked in. But it's not just about coaches, it's about your life. What about your family? Just because somebody going through something, you have to change your mindset, which I had to do in my own right, in my own life, change your mindset. Not everybody's going to be where you're at, right? Now, don't let them take advantage of you. Saying, y'all know, y'all know. But at the end of the day, that new person, just because they ain't making you that dollar, ain't no better than the person that's making you the $5,000. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that person that's not making a dollar, when you reach back to them and you say, hey, hug me, hug me, you give them a voice and a feeling, they're going to rotate around. 
and are going to percolate the goodness that you want to bring. But unstuck yourself. Don't get stuck with just being great. Get stuck with being greater and embracing when you didn't feel like you were great in the first place. And then you will go beyond the finish. I'm always beyond. I'm already 50 years old. That's not saying that I'm not living in the present. I'm living in the present, but I'm like, so Sean T or Sean Blocker, what you going to do for me? And guess what, guess what 50-year-old Sean T going to say? What you going to do now? Go beyond the finish. Talk to yourself. Talk to your future self. Talk to the self that, was, had to, that needed to go beyond the lows. You came here today to learn, inspire, and transform. The way to do that is to constantly write in the book of good. This is, you know, this little raggedy book or whatever that you could just put on your nightstand or in your nightstand. But my challenge to you is to put it on your nightstand. And whenever, when I'm, the, I'm the kind of person that when I wake up in the morning, the thoughts are brewing like crazy. Put it on your nightstand, y'all. This, this book, if you actually utilize this book, every single time you reach a challenge, write in this book, what is the positive moment that you got from this challenge? I promise you, 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 if you are transparent enough and you write in this book, you will have a book of good. You will be able to control your food. You will, you will, be, will have everlasting relationships. You won't just look at the person that needs 100 pounds to lose as, oh, you have 100 pounds to lose. And you won't just look at the person that's helping you the most as the greatest of the greatest. You will literally be able to sit inside yourself to hug yourself so that you always conquer your mind, transform your life, and run through the finish line. Thank you guys so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you.